everybody. Hi. It's a Christmas miracle. Look at us. We're here. God bless us, every every. Yes, exactly. Like we decided that you know what? Since um, we are we are such ma- actually, you know what it is. Every time Chelsea gets injured, we always do. We always end up podcasting. <laughs> so. No, I, so yeah. Hi, hi. That's Charles. <laughs> if you don't remember us, then shame yes. on you. I'm Chelsea. Um, the yeah, I had ACL surgery. So I'm like, I'm, I'm recovering. And so it's interesting because like then Charles was like, you have time to podcast. I know you have time to podcast. And I was like, yeah, yes, yes, I do. But no, this is great. It's, uh, Merry Christmas and, you know, or Christmas Hanukkah Kwanzaa. Yes, I was going to say, you can't say Merry Christmas. Fox News tells us that there's a war. There's a war on Christmas. There's a war on Christmas. Yeah, so this is your present from us. Exactly. The, you know, this way these socialists won't come into your house and burn your presents, because that obviously will happen on the war at Christmas. Definitely. And we are also joined by my 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 little helper, Santa's helpers, Peanut. No, no. Uh, no, no, you say, say hi to all of our fans, sweetheart. And then Jabba the Gurker. <laughs> I oh, am good. <laughs> she looks so fat. You need to lose weight, honey. I'm sorry. This is my fault. But we're we're at, we're at Grandma's house, so so she's just. Oh, thank you. Aww. Yes, that's that's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they will be here. Definitely not causing a huge distraction. Yes. So we are here to discuss. Um, just as we promised, um, like a year and a half ago. We, a year and a half. We ago. are here to. Pre- to, um, you know what the funny thing is? Some someone will listen to it and be like, "Oh, okay." They just record. Someone will be listening to us for the first time and think that there was only a week's time between the two episodes. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Because we were looking at like Spotify Wrapped, and, and like a bunch of you really loved us. So yeah. thanks for that. Yeah. So um, we decided to take our uh, you know our proctology gloves and do an autopsy again. So do an autopsy again. Also, Charles, I can't see you. Do you care about that? Um, I can. I can't see you now. You just press something. <laughs> I pressed buttons. Whatever you press, <laughs> you just you do. Dis- there you go. I can see you now. I'm here. Yeah, but I can't see you. Do you care? Um, I mean, not particularly, as long as it records, uh, on, on my, on my end. Okay, cool, great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we are here to talk about the, uh, you know, we're, we're still doing our, um, original and then the reboot. Um, so, uh, God, that was such a long time ago. <laughs> I know, I know. But we are here to talk about, uh, Dawn of the Dead, uh, the 1978 George A. Romero film. Yes. And wasn't this like a director's cut? Uh, yes. Yes. This is the extended yes. cut. There exists. I'll actually go into that in a little bit because um, it's actually very interesting because um, Romero was unable to get uh, funding for the film, which, boy, is that a familiar uh, thing? We know what that's like. Yeah, exactly. So what ended up happening was when he when it was because this is obviously a sequel to Night of the Living Dead. And basically, in 1974, Judge Romero was invited by his friend Mark Mason of Oxford Development Company um, to visit the, Mon- the Monroeville Mall, uh, which Mason's company managed. And, and he showed Romero hidden parts of the mall, during which uh, Romero noticed um, that basically, you know, you could survive in the mall should an emergency ever occur. And that's what kind of inspired him to write the screenplay. 
Yeah, I've been thinking about that. And, like, so do you think that this is what the, like, what kind of started the whole, like, zombie apocalypse in a mall situation? Like, No, it's the 100% OG? the movie, the first movie to do that. Yeah, because, like, now it's everywhere. Like, because you would think now it's common sense. Like, zombies go to a mall. In fact, actually, um, the uh, the game uh, Dead Rising, which was the first video game to do it, was actually, the makers were actually sued by the uh, producers oh. of Dawn of the Dead because now it's everywhere. But when that was the <laughs> third thing to do it, um, you know, it, they sued them because they, they, they basically were taking the idea from Dawn of the Dead. Wow. Wow. Yeah, now everybody does it. It's like, it was like, there, did something expire? Like, I, I think I it's know. just because once Dead Rising did it, but they had to just pay royalties. Now, um, I guess you're allowed to do it as long as you pay the Romero estate or whatever. What about, so like, they had to pay the Romero estate, but what about malls everywhere? <laughs> yes, malls everywhere have to pay the Romero estate because there were no malls before this movie. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that Dead Rising has to pay every mall ever. Yes. Everything that ever puts a zombie po- apocalypse in a mall has to pay every mall. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love looking at the credits in this, and then we'll get into it, but like, I love looking at the credits in this and being like, mall liaison. <laughs> mall security and i was like this is awesome <laughs> I, yeah I'm, I'm imagining some like fucking you know paul fucking what's his face mall cop <laughs> Paul Blart, mall cop. that movie's also a classic yes oh totally <laughs> um, can't wait till they remake that <laughs> yes so what happened was um romero was unable to get uh funding for the movie and uh dario argento who we previously covered in suspiria he um liked night of the living dead And so he offered to help them get funding for the film in in exchange for um, as long as he could do the edit for the international version. Interesting. There's always a stipulation. So the non, yeah. So the non-English versions of this film are not edited by George Romero. I'll be honest with you. Jeremiah, Jeremiah Kipp, who directed, um, Teresa Teresa and Allison, Allison. he and I used to argue all the time about the Argento cut because I think it's awful. And he actually says he prefers that cut to this cut. I think that I would probably prefer it having had watched this too. No, no, because do you know what that version is? That version is let's take all the dialogue out of the film and (laughs) let's take all the dialogue out of the film and, 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 but let's make the, let's make the gore scenes like extended. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, I want their recipe for blood during this time period. I think because yeah, it was red just paint. hilarious. Red paint, I think, is what God. Oh, we'll get God, we'll get into so we'll get into that we'll in a little bit. It. So here's the funny thing that the the makeup in this film was done by Tom Savini, who is a legend in the fucking horror industry. But this was his second film. <laughs> Oh, God. I'm like, did he Alan Smithy himself? Or he's like, I'm proud of my learning experience. Well, he's in the movie. He's one of the bikers. Oh, he's the one who's combing his mustache. That's Tom Savini. I figured figured that as soon as you said he was in it, I was like, he's the fucking mustache biker, dude. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because what happened was like he had done the makeup for Night of the Living Dead, but then he got drafted. And he had to go to Vietnam for a whole bunch of years. So when he came back, you know, George Romero obviously gave him the job of this. But I think I don't think he like you see his stuff. Like if you even see his stuff in Day, in Day of the Dead, it looks fucking amazing. 
But I think that like maybe at the time he really didn't have the experience to do it right. Yeah. I was like zombie smurfs. Yeah, no, that was that was the whole thing. It's the zombie makeup. Uh, even as a kid, like first time I saw this movie, I thought the makeup was awful. Cuz yeah. I'm like they they just kind of paint everyone blue. Yeah, it was like zombie smurfs and also like big 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 thing that you know, this happens in every zombie movie, but it was kind of I couldn't get it out of the like forefront of my mind watching this where I was like, god, you got to be careful picking your outfits every day mm-hmm. because you never know if you could become a zombie and that's what you're fucking stuck in yeah, for forever. Cause some of these wardrobe choices were prime. <laughs> so good. Well, that's the thing. Well, hell, I mean, if you watch, um, if you watched uh, night of living dead, one of the zombies in that one is naked. So mm-hmm. it's just someone who just, I guess was in bed or something. and is now a zombie and it's gonna be wandering around naked forever. <laughs> like, I, I wonder 60s because it was the 60s yeah like they probably go and be naked um okay you know um but um but yeah like so um i i I mean i don't know it's actually been kind of a thing like you have like people who would when they would be asked to be zombies and stuff would be like oh can i be like a majorette or something and and the answer is yes. Yes, exactly. It's pretty much <laughs> whatever. The one thing, the one person I wondered about is why is that zombie wearing a cape? What the fuck was he? I know. <laughs> and we also like, like, of course, this is a little later, but this mall, like malls like that exist where you're like, oh, ice skating rink. Oh, anything you could ever like not need like for like basic essentials, but also want to do. Well, all those things were. <laughs> see, that's the funny thing is I actually don't know if if you could live in a mall now in 2022 yeah because i just was like what? so many things that used to be in malls aren't in them anymore now it's all sephora <laughs> you know now it's it's sephora and victoria's secret so it's like you could look real pretty in the mall <laughs> but i don't know if like yeah yeah the closest mall to where i'm at is the well actually the mall that's because i'm up in the berkshires Right now, the um the closest mall, like the Berkshire Mall that I grew up, I worked at like Hollister and like all these stores growing up, and the um and it's gone now. Now it's just a Target, and it was just bought by a weed factory. Yeah, so you could be really high now in the Berkshire Mall. Because I actually, I actually <laughs> knew a girl who lived in Roosevelt Field Mall. Oh wow! Yeah, like her parents were abusive, and she basically ran away and and hid in like the fucking hidden back rooms of the mall when it would close wow yeah i mean that's a good mall to live in though well it used to be i don't like i I remember being there a couple years ago and it's like it i didn't even recognize it yeah yeah but to anyone and any of our long island listeners if you go to jc penny you can see a giant beautiful photo of my face there you go <laughs> just a well that's see, why that's why you can survive you can you will starve to death but you can look at chelsea's picture while i will happens. be your god <laughs> so like, you're gonna be okay no i'm gonna be like you're gonna die in here <laughs> <laughs> yes continue. so so basically, um, Argento invited Ro- uh, Romero to Rome so he would have a change of scenery while writing, writing the screenplay. And um, Romero was able to secure the availability of the Monroe Mall as well as additional financing through his connections with the mall's owners. And uh, once casting was completed, principal photography uh, began in uh, November 13th, 1977. 
Now, here's the big thing. What happens in a mall in November, in late November? (laughs) Black Friday. Well, not only that, but fucking Christmas decorations and shit. Oh, yeah. So what they would do is they would shoot every night from 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Ew. Yeah, when the mall closed. Um, And then when December arrived, the production... um, They didn't want the crew to remove and replace the Christmas decorations every night because they realized that would take hours. So uh, filming was shut down for the last three weeks of the year to avoid possible continuity difficulties. Jesus. Yeah. And uh, and during that time, Romero took the time to uh, start editing. Okay, because I was wondering, I was like, this came out in 78. That was a quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah. So Romero started editing uh, during those three weeks where they couldn't shoot. Wow. So let's talk about the actual movie itself. Nah. (laughs) So we start (laughs) with some sexy brownish red wall carpeting. I was just like, this is this could be one of four things. Diglett, like the Pokemon. Um, It could be like some weird venereal disease. It could be stew or like a chili. Maybe it's a shag carpet, but I don't know. Why is this exist? Okay, thank God it's a shag carpet. I, that was a thing in the 70s, was carpeting your walls. Yeah, that makes sense. It actually sounds great. It's not, I'm, like, leaning against this really cold, like, wood paneling. Yeah, that and is just, just imagine if it had carpeting against it. That'd be nice. I'll be asleep, though. Yeah, well... <laughs> So, um, you know, and then as we zoom out, we find out um, they're in a TV studio for WGON-TV. And um, it's a lot of people uh, freaking out over the Dead Rising, which, you know, obviously people would be. Um, yes, I wrote Calamity Chaos and Crew Flying the Coop, oh my. I actually, I actually like the concept of this scene. Yeah, yeah, I mean... I- you can see, like, the stakes are high. The acting is good. It goes on for far too long. That's yeah. it. Do you, know who, do you know the station manager was George Romero giving himself a, a, um, a cameo? That's brilliant. No, I didn't know. And his assistant he's yelling at was his future wife, actually. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, so everyone's freaking out. And then um, we meet Franny, who we don't know her name until about halfway through the movie. I'm like, girl, blonde girl, TV girl, 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 woman, woman. No, she's a woman, Chelsea. Keep writing woman. News reporter. Um, there you go. <clears throat> and uh, then we meet her. Oh, her name is Franny. Yes. Yeah. And then we meet her uh, boyfriend. Um, Steven. Steven, who, um, once again, you don't really know his name until they're pretty much at the mall. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I just like I find him insufferable, which is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's like very like nerdy, but not like in a cool like I play Dungeons and Dragons way, like in like a I don't know how to do anything, but I'm really confident in myself way. Yes, it's like look at me in a leather jacket. He's hiding something. Yeah, it was bomber jacket. His like flight, you know. Yes, he's apparently like a um. I got I you know he's apparently a uh like a helicopter reporter. Which yes, I don't a know, helicopter I, reporter. Yeah, do they even still have those? I mean, I think so, but I think what they do is, like, if you're watching David Muir, like, if they need to, they'll put one of their, like, news anchors up in a helicopter. Okay, okay. You know, like, but I haven't seen that in God knows how long, but I'm sure that it is. Um, No, it's Charles. Those are called storm trackers. (laughs) 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 
I'm sorry to have, I'm sorry to have disparaged the uh, the oppressed minority known as storm trackers. No, no, I'm just talking about like people who chase tornadoes. I don't fucking know oh, okay. shit about fuck. I don't know shit about fuck. By the way, um, you know they're making uh, on a side note, they're making a sequel to Twister, right? Yeah, I heard. But that. But it's called which... Twisters, which makes no sense because there were multiple hurricanes in Twister. Aliens made sense because there was only one alien and alien, and now there's multiple and aliens. But there were already <laughs> multiple twisters in Twister. So calling it Twisters is stupid. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's really stupid. But you know what? Maybe it's a franchise that'll work because I'll tell you something. It was either last night or the night before I was hobbling in to the living room on my crutches and and my uh, my mother's boyfriend Errol was watching a making of docu like docu series online about Sharknado. So you <laughs> never know. Like it was like the directors talking about how we didn't want this actor because of this and they thought it was not going to work but like and they're like talking about how they were picking the perfect cast and crew for sh the Sharknado franchise and I'm like they have an on cable docu series than my 81-year-old stepfather is watching. Also, <laughs> also, they cast Ian Zurig and fucking Tara Reid, and they're talking about that they have to get the perfect cast. And then I know. later on, they brought in fucking Ann Coulter. I know. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I've never seen any of that, but I was like, also, because I'm catching up on television and computer work because I can't walk. And the, the, and the, and I was like scrolling through shit the other day and I saw that there's a, <laughs> there's a, a movie out now that's called Santa Shark and it's just about a shark who kills people who has a Santa hat stuck on his fin. <laughs> and I'm like, I think I need to watch it. <laughs> Well, uh, you enjoy watching that on your own. <laughs> I will. I will not be participating in that particular one. Uh, <laughs> yes. So anyway, Stephen in his bomber jacket has a chopper that's filled with sharks. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, I was. I was, I was I, back to the movie. I was going to say that you can tell it's the seventies because they're smoking in the control room. <laughs> I know. You know what I was really realizing that was bad, too, is that I the other day just, like, because I have my jewel in my hand all the time, like a separate appendage. I'm really glad I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but I was just, I was in a five below, just, like, puffing away, and they were like, excuse me, and I didn't even realize. What's, what's a five below? That five like? below? It's like a department store where everything's five dollars or and under. They actually just opened one in the city, like, that's on Fifth Avenue and, like, 47th Street or something like that recently. I was like, they're selling things for under five dollars on Fifth Avenue? This is crazy. Crazy. No, it's really great. You would really love oh, it. Oh, I mean, they I've, like I've been whole... I've been to stores like that. I've just never heard that particular um, yeah. corporate brand. They have a whole anime section mm -hmm. and like a Nickelodeon and like and they have it's basically like what Fye used to be. Okay, but without the music. Yeah, yeah. So let's get back to the movie. <laughs> nah. So we have um, a doctor who's suggesting burning the dead, but obviously people aren't receptive to the idea, which you know. You know, that makes sense. Here's here's, you know, and Philly is under martial law at this point. Um, is that where they are? Yeah, they're in Philadelphia okay. at the beginning of the film. Copy. And we find out that citizens may no longer occupy private residences and they're being moved to central areas of the city. Bodies of the dead must be given to the National Guard, um, which I don't get because it seems the dead rise pretty fucking quickly now. Mm hmm. 
And that they're everywhere. Yeah, and Steven's telling his girlfriend they have to leave at 9 p.m. And get on this chopper, baby. Yeah, because the the emergency networks are taking over. Our responsibility is finished, um, says the really aloof assistant director dude. Yeah, no, he was... Well, I just was like, he's going to murder everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't trust this man whatsoever. Our responsibility is finished. Like, Our responsibility is finished. Like, yeah, that that was ominous as fuck. Yeah, well, I, that's the side movie, I guess. Is everyone still in the building getting hunted down by that guy? Who's like, yeah, yeah. TV news is dead. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just how he was like. He reminded me of like Gene Wilder and like the Chocolate oh, Factory God, shit, yeah. where he just like zooms out and it's just like everything is spinning, and I'm like, ah, yeah, there's like, no earthly way of knowing. Yes, like it was that moment. <laughs> yeah, like I just moment. imagine camera three is like, hello, hello, what what are you talking about? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Is it raining or is it blow? No, dude, dude, just tell me what fucking angle to use. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> is a hurricane blowing? Um, so Sharknado is all knowing. <laughs> yeah, so we cut to a building being raided by a SWAT team. Yeah, and they're just blowing innocent people's heads off. Yes, well, we, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> so someone named Martinez is hold is hold up there. Um, and now we meet um, racist cop. <laughs> I, I never got his name. Yeah, no, that was bad. Also, also, if you were to take a shot every time someone said the word bastard in this film, you would not remember anything past the first 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> that was like the overall word. It really was. It got used like fucking 20 times or something. Yeah. So it did. Yeah. And then badly acted racist cop who like. The guy was trying really hard to play a racist to the point where I wondered if he's just dubbed over because he was I've met racists in real life. I'm fucking mixed. I've been around racism my whole fucking life. Real racists don't talk the way this guy did. Yeah, it was just bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, there were like the hints of racism, like even throughout. I was just like, this is bad. This yeah. is the 70s, Chelsea. Yeah. This is the 70s. Yeah. I mean, in, in fairness, I mean. You know, if you were doing like a note, a scene, per, that's the interesting thing. Like, we'll talk about next week the um, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, which is, mm-hmm. you know, very different in a lot of ways. But it's like, if you were to remake this film, like not shot for shot, but like beat by beat, but done in a modern way, you could still have the racist cops. Yes. You know, you just they have to be aware that they're doing it and do it correctly. Like no, you, not that you could do it correctly. Yeah. Like you'd have to make them actually like how real racist cops would be like, you know. Yes. Like, but um, I think like, like, that's the thing is like, I think there's so many themes in this film that still carry over. But the execution is very dated in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, so they throw tear gas into the building and they advance with gas masks on. And the thing I noticed is none of the civilians seem to be bothered by the tear gas. (laughs) No, you're right. And, like, not all of them are wearing masks either, the SWAT team. (laughs) Yeah. Racist cop is not wearing a a mask, and he's totally fine just plunging into fucking, like, tear gas. This was in my training. Yeah. My zombie apocalypse training. And, and, um, you know, and and I'm going to throw it to you at at this point, but I do want to just make a note. About um, so when they shoot the guy and his head explodes, yeah. Um, number one, that was shot with a real shotgun. 
Oh. And that head was actually supposed to be in the ending of the film. Oh, interesting. Because the original ending of the film was both um, Francine and Peter kill themselves. Oh. Um, Peter shoots himself in the head, and then Francine um, puts her head into the helicopter blades. Fuck. Yeah. So they had constructed a head for her that could be destroyed by a real helicopter blade. Um, but since they, they never even shot the ending, they changed it in, like, um, in the middle of production. Oh, interesting. But you can, but you can see that they're leading up to it at the end of the film. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, when Franny gets out of the helicopter for a second, and then when he's holding the gun to his head... At that point, they still had planned on having those, that ending, but then they changed their minds, basically. Interesting. So, I wonder how the actors felt about that. But they still had the prosthetic for Franny to get her head fucked up, so they used it in this earlier scene. And they do what we would do, be like, we already spent money on this. Yeah, ex- 100%, 100%. They were like, we already spent money on this, it's got to be in the film somehow, <laughs> so let's put it in the police raid. Yes, yeah. So this is, like, basically a wonderful, like, montage of just, like, zombies eating people mm-hmm. and zombies getting shot. Or there's this, like, some fucking kid pussy SWAT kid or, like, security guard who just can't shoot the zombie. Or mm-hmm. was that Roger? Uh, I don't even know. No, no, it's not Roger yet. It's, um... It's not Roger. Yeah, it's the young cop. The young cop who can't do it when Gilda Radner attacks him. Oh, and Gilda yeah, no, I was giving, like, all the zombies names. Like, there's one that I described as Blackula. <laughs> because he looks like, if you've ever seen Blackula, they just took a black man and they just put blue makeup on him. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that was one of my big problems with this, was that they didn't take skin tone into account at all with the zombies. It's like they decided to pick a color that would work no matter what your skin tone was, but it wound up making sure it like ensured that nothing worked. Yes. As far as that goes. Yes. Um I just and I kept thinking about like because you know the like auditions for The Walking Dead have become such like a staple or like a fun little YouTube video to watch. Like I, I kept thinking about what were the zombie auditions for this movie? Yeah there's the one <laughs> guy know? who's just I'm a weeble wobble. I'm a weeble wobble. <laughs> You know, I'm a weeble, I'm a weeble wobble. Well, there's going to be, I mean, they'll, be, they'll obviously be doing those auditions in New York now with the Negan and Maggie spinoff because that's uh, that's it shooting in New York. That's crazy. I didn't know that Maggie lived. Thank you. That's cool. Yeah. Oops. Sorry. Spoilers no. for The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I stopped the watching that, after Carl died. You, you know what? The fact that they that they have announced this fucking spinoffs before the show even ended. Why did they do that? I don't know. Actually, from what I read, the stars were actually the stars and producers were actually upset by that too. Um, because they announced like they announced like um, at least two spinoffs. They announced a Daryl spinoff in France, and they announced a Negan and Maggie one in New York. And you know, I remember. I think it was probably Norman Reedus who was saying that he was actually really annoyed that they had announced the spinoff before the show's over. So now people know he doesn't die. Yeah, is Carol with Daryl? I think no. she is, right? She was no? su- she was supposed to be, but she said she didn't want to commit to doing a long-term series again. <gasps> Fuck. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I just, like, I stopped watching because I was like, Carl's the only one who lives in the comics. They're killing Carl. I get this kid wants to have a normal life, but this is bullshit and stopped watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> 
I stopped. I stopped watching around season four. <laughs> That's fine. And then I tuned back in because Negan was my favorite character in the comic. Yeah, well, um, Negan's great. What's really funny is I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan's performance of, as Negan. However, it's not what I imagined from the comic because in the comic, Negan comes off like he's a big fucking Italian dude. Oh, really? Like That's Negan, funny. Negan acts and looks like one of my uncles or something. You got an uncle who looks like that? I have several uncles who look like that. Ooh. You know, <laughs> I have I have I have all the fucking like Sal's and and, you know, fucking. Uh, oh, Tony's no, I thought and... you meant that you had one that looks like Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No, like, no, really? not like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, like looks like <laughs> the fucking big Italian dude. Never mind. Not interested. Yeah, no, I'll send you. Uh, oh, I'll send you a. Uh, you've never seen comic book Negan, right? No, I have. I have. Yeah, because if just, you look I, at him, he looks like it, it's so weird. He's supposed to be based on Henry Rollins, and I'm like, he doesn't look like Henry Rollins at all. <laughs> he, he just looked like a big fucking like Italian dude, <laughs> like a big stocky fucking Italian dude. And the way he talks, where he's like, you know, like there's some of those lines where it's like, you know, um, I hope you got your shitting pants on, like you know, in the fucking, um, you know, the fucking Jeffrey Dean Morgan voice, you know, easy peasy lemon squeezy, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, now I'm horny. It's ac- actually it's really funny because like on my on, on my Dead by Daylight um, playthrough one day, like I just started breaking into a Negan voice while chasing people. Little pigs, little pigs, let me in. <laughs> and like, but like if you read the comic, it's just like, you know, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, little pigs, little pigs, let me in. Like, that's how I imagine Negan talking in the comic. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, I hope sense. you got you shitting pants on because all you're going to be doing, you know, like that's how he comes off in the fucking comic. But anyway, uh, enough of Negan. No, never enough. of <laughs> Charles, you are wrong. But yeah, like, you know, like that's the thing. Like, I, 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 I you know, like the woman who um, I, 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 you know, like I'm looking at my thing and I'm like, Gilda Radner attacks young cop. Blackula enters the room. <laughs> that's know? so funny. My notes are very like, like, it's <laughs> like I wrote cops versus zombies. <laughs> There's a priest. Oh, that's way ahead of it. There's some kid pussy can't shoot a zombie. There's lots of murder. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote the husband bites his wife. Yeah, there was, um, there was very. Uh, there was a zombie that just looked like someone put pizza on his head. Oh God! <laughs> someone just put pizza on his head. <laughs> like, like he just took the We're cheese. We're never gonna get through this. <laughs> he just, just just took the cheese. I just put it on his head. <laughs> they probably that's probably what they actually did. You know. <laughs> you know. I, and and you know what the funniest thing is, like I said, we're making fun of the makeup so much. George like fucking Tom Savini is probably the fucking pinnacle of makeup now. Mm-hmm. But you know, I feel we are pointing out how you can get better with time and and, and hard work. Time and hard work, Tom Savini. Because, like, even like I said, the, the next movie in the Dead series he made, it it had it had improved so much the makeup he did. I just was like, you know, people talk about how this movie is just like the end all be all, no zombie movie will ever compare, and I'm like, because it's Smurfs. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense. I will, I will, I will tell you an unpopular opinion. Um, I actually have always thought Day of the Dead was a better film than Dawn of the Dead. Really? Yeah. But you don't like you don't like the remake, and that's why we're doing this. One. Yeah, the remake of Day of the Dead is fucking awful. I okay. like both versions of Dawn of the Dead. Like, okay. Because I'll, I'll here's the thing I'll say is like you know people think that I'm like oh my god he hates Dawn of the Dead how is he in horror 
I actually really liked One of the Dead. I just think the first 20 minutes have aged so incredibly poorly. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So yeah. we have cops versus zombies. And wait, no, I'm skipping ahead again, Chelsea. No, you can say cops versus zombies pretty much through. Yes, this whole um, <laughs> sequence is cops versus zombies. Yes, yes, yes. And I wrote it in all caps. God, I'm hilarious. Um, there's a standoff between a masked man and some kid. Never mind, they're cool. That's what I wrote. <laughs> yeah, well, that's when that's when uh, Ken Foray meets, uh, who, who plays um, Peter. That's when yes. he meets uh, Roger. Yes. Roger, who was late, whose name I also didn't know for a mm-hmm. long time. Yeah. So it's like you think that, you know, it's so early on. And but what I really liked about like the start of this movie is that it started in the height of everything, even though everything just broke out. It seemed that things escalated so quickly and so poorly that we're already at the brim of this horrible like zombie apocalypse so it's not like oh it's not like you're seeing on the news like one person's been bitten kind of like how COVID started when it came over here yeah. they're like there are three cases yes. now everyone's dead um but the <laughs> um <laughs> but so I liked how it started in the middle of that where you could see just when like Pete and Roger are meeting that like humans are already turning against each other yeah yeah you know that was kind of cool and they're like no here have some of my cigarette because if you remember <laughs> he was actually going to shoot him because he was part of racist cops uh unit yeah yeah which makes sense i also i love peter peter's mvp but i never fully trusted him Mm. i never trust like i just was like you got something up your sleeve or you're just smarter than everyone else it turned out to be the latter yeah (laughs) although i will tell you and and we'll 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 get into it later we'll get into it later um okay yeah when once they get to the mall we'll get into it um so yeah, so uh, we ha- we have a priest, and the priest, um, you wants know, only has one, le- has one leg. Oh yes, he only has. He wants to find his sister. Something about apartment one hundred seven. Um, he like is going to give them their last rites. You know. Um, yeah, people have been basically hoard- putting all their all their dead into that room. Yes, into that room. So I called that place the homeless zombie blood orgy. Hmm. Yes. So and. It- because they think that there's some semblance of them still in there and all that jazz. Yeah. And all that jazz. <laughs> Zombie foot foot grab shotgun combo. Yeah. Catch up everywhere. The <laughs> army's the army's a boot. <laughs> well, I think well, they always said that was the National Guard. Yes, yes. It's the National Guard. That's true. I, I'm so sorry. I offended all the Nat Guard people. Yeah. So or vice versa. You know, um, and at a certain point we have, uh, is this when Peter says when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth? I think that happens later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler, Charles. Jeez. <laughs> I think if you're, if you're listening to us, you've already, you, you already know this movie. We just gave away the fucking ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Shit. We did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, oh no, no, this is when he says people keep them there because they still believe there's respect in dying. That's mm-hmm. what he says then. Yeah. Um, uh, so we're at this helicopter and I'm like, is Roger, I immediately was like, I don't like Roger. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, is Roger going to die? That'd be great if they killed him right now. No, he's not dead. Yeah. Um, so this is also, this is my other big thing that like is a common theme throughout this movie where there's just randomly, a t- there's a top of malls and random little and like random places have like helicopter gasoline just randomly everywhere and helipads. They're just yeah. everywhere. 
where I was like, what? That's not real. <laughs> but they need to fuel up the helicopter. Um, so they, they're... I, I was going to say, play. I will go into that because that was a, a there's a scene later on where I was like, wait a minute, you can just fuel a helicopter at a, at a gas station. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, and I don't even know. I mean, this is something that I don't even know. So please feel free to tell us if any of you know. Like, does it even take the same sort of fuel as a fucking airplane? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Because that was the thing is I was like, wait a minute. Like, you can just go to this guest. I mean, I, like, we're totally skipping ahead like fucking 30 minutes into the movie. <laughs> so, oh, well. But, well, let's just say that they're trying to refuel and a bunch of cops come by. And one of those cops is played by Joe Pilato, who was a makeup assistant, um, who also plays uh, the main kind of antagonist in Day of the Dead. Um, in what? And, uh, antagonist in what? Uh, in Day of the Dead. Oh. And, um, you know, they, they never give the character a name. So I'm just going to imagine it's the same character. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good call. So, um, you know, so basically that's when Roger and Peter arrive. Um, Come on, Skipper, they got friends coming. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> Boy, is that the most 1970s line you ever could write in something. Uh, that made me so happy. <laughs> but I love, but like seriously, like how many movies from the 70s have you seen where you could have put that line in there and it would still work? <laughs> Every single one. And, and yet, once you get to the 80s, it no longer works because no one would do that. But like in the 70s, it's like, I could totally buy that just this random dude, his nickname is Skipper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, totally. They're like totally. big Gilligan's Island fan or some, fans or something. So he's just, <laughs> you know, come on, Skipper. You know, like they got come friends on, coming. <laughs> they got friends coming. And then we have like, so can we talk about this cop who's wearing a vest, like this poofer vest? Like these cop outfits are terrible. <laughs> They're so bad. The fucking like I'm like they let cops dress like that. <laughs> it's so bad. I was like, you, okay. You know what? You know what also just occurred to me by the way is if they had and this actually just ties into the Walking Dead. If they had made if they had made this today, there would be four spin-offs coming from this fucking movie. Oh, definitely. There would be a whole series about those cops in the boat. There'd be like, what happens at the news station once like every, once they leave? There'd be all these like spinoffs that would come out of this. The bikers that come later. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah the yeah. bikers would have their own fucking movie like that like ends with them the going to the I mall. Wanna see, the ones I want to see are like, I want to see like leading up to the zombie apocalypse. of Is Harry Krishna zombie? The, <laughs> the Harry Krishna is, oh my God. Like, why? <laughs> so there's this dude who really wants a cigarette. <laughs> this whole podcast is just a joke. It's but, but that would be that would be the premise of the spinoff is him trying to get cigarettes the whole movie. And then at the very end, he when he finally gets to smoke. That's when he dies. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Um. Um, so I wrote, there's a news lady hugs Steve. Peter is the blonde guy's friend. <laughs> Idiot guy <laughs> wants to make it to any island. <laughs> and he wants a cigarette so bad. That's what I wrote. <laughs> um, oh, man. So, so they're going to some, they want to get to any island. I, this guy was like tweaking on something. Like, I think that he like, he wanted a cigarette in order to come down from whatever he was on. I mean, come on, they're, they're fucking cops in the zombie apocalypse. Let's really think about this. In the zombie apocalypse, 
You don't think that there's going to be a shit ton of cops going to the fucking evidence room? It's true. And just loading up on all the coke or whatever other fucking drugs they want to mm-hmm. fucking do? <laughs> like, Yeah, yeah. I mean, that sounds really fun, actually. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's totally... I would be like, oh my god, what cool shit do we have in here? <laughs> like, What's in here? They stopped letting me in here. <laughs> yeah, it's not like there's going to be a fucking court trial with the fucking zombies attacking, so all that mm-hmm. shit is mine now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... Yeah. So we see them flying over, uh, you know, over Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know enough about um, helicopters to know whether or not the pilot can fall asleep and not crash. But um, no, that didn't make any sense. Also, like Franny be asking Peter when they ask when he asks who like people are leaving behind and he says brothers. And then she asks real brothers or street brothers. That's a. Uh... That's definitely. I, thought, I was like, "What the fuck?" That's definitely a sign that this was made in the seventies. <laughs> and he's not mad about it at all. He's like, "Both." <laughs> so it's uh, really depressing. <laughs> you know. So we and see then the military. Yeah, we we see the military <laughs> convoys and the zombies and cops and stuff. And what's interesting is this is kind of like what you see is kind of you've seen Night of the Living Dead, right? The black yes. and white one, have you? Yes, yes, I have. Yeah, so Mom I kind of, I kind of figure that like these little like groups of rednecks and shit were like probably the same ones that killed the lead of Night of the Living Dead. So to me, it kind of like those two movies take place at the same time. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, but also, I, I I looked at the scene and I'm like, how much do you want to bet this was just going to the local people in the town and being like, hey, do you want to be in a, in a movie? Do you want to be in a movie? And I love them being like, the rednecks probably enjoy this shit. Which, I'm, it seems like they really do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that they're just, like, randomly shooting a car and then, like, shooting at zombies on a hill. Mm-hmm. You know? And there's some, like, zombie pilot. So there's, like, this random, like, parking lot for helicopter fuel. <laughs> <laughs> But they're running low because people must have gotten there first. And yeah, it seems like because we get to know that like biker gang later that that it's just the universal universal gasoline. Yeah, well, because I wrote here, I'm like, can you refuel a helicopter at a gas station? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've been in a helicopter a couple of times. I don't know how they fuel it. I yeah. don't know. Clearly, clearly, we haven't done our research. You know, it's hilarious. So we see is we also see a zombie with a Frankenstein head, purposely so they can do the propeller effect. Yes. So they did the propeller effect, which good for them. Yeah. I was like, nice. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. We also had the zombie kids who are clearly not child actors. You don't think they were child actors? I just thought they were bad at their job. No, I just thought they were just two, someone's random kids that they let be in the movie. Because oh, if yes. you, if you like, look at their yeah. actions, they're just kind of like bouncy, bouncy, having fun. They're not even trying to pretend to be zombies. Yeah, no, you're right. So I imagine Absolutely. that they were literally just someone. And also that scene is edited really, really like tight cuts. Yes, in order to, like, uh, probably get around the fact that they were terrible on camera. Yeah, yeah. So those kids are, like, 40 now, and they're going to listen to this podcast and be like, You're bastards! You (laughs) bastards have a shot. Yes, exactly. Go Um, fuel your helicopter at the local Sunoco. (laughs) Yeah, so they're going to avoid... 
Major uh, cities. Yeah, they're going to avoid major cities. Also, here's where we have uh, the first time that Steven shoots like a moron. <laughs> yes, he's, he's really bad at like... Everything, Everything. <laughs> except flying a <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> no, apparently he's really bad at flying a helicopter because he fucking sleeps on the helicopter. <laughs> or he's so good he can fl- literally fly it in his sleep. <laughs> it's just embarrassing. Also, like, if you're a helicopter news anchor, you're not flying the helicopter while you're on air. <laughs> like, you- <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, you know, that, that would be... Can you imagine the audio if you were just, like, the one flying it at the same time? Oh, I know. I know, especially <laughs> if you're live. Oh, my God. So... Oh, my God. Um, they're going to avoid big cities, and um, they also talk about how if they run into cops, um, Peter says we're thieves and we're bad guys. Um, and, and, of course, she points out they don't even have food or water or even a radio, and I'm like, wait, what? You, like... Flew off without any supplies? What? So you didn't even go in your refrigerator and just fucking pull the shit you had at home? Yeah, that's just dumb. They do that twice. Like, Jesus. So they yeah, see they see sure. the Monroeville Mall, and they land on the roof. They check it out. And there's um, a helipad. Yeah, as most malls have. <laughs> um... <laughs> God, there's a fucking helipad. Um, yeah, there's there's zombie shopping employees everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I wrote. I don't know the any balls that have that had that have a helipad. Um, and then <laughs> Peter talks about how like maybe these mall employees are like doing shit that they still remember how to do. And I was thinking, what a miserable life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's just sad. As someone who worked in a mall, that's just sad see now this just makes me think you fucking if you and i as zombies would just be spending our time asking for funding (laughs) 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 they're doing what they remember it's like you know what a traumatic after death too (laughs) arms for the poor i make movies you know So there's like this weird, these weird boxes. I don't remember what was in them. They were supposed to be like um, rations. Oh, okay. Okay. And then Franny gets really excited over a can of spam. Well, she's making fun of the spam. And then Roger asks if she brought a can opener, which once again, you didn't even bring a fucking can opener. Holy (laughs) shit. They didn't bring water, Charles. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. So bad. If they didn't find a mall, this would be a really short fucking movie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like, so and you know this is perfect that we're doing this around christmas time because this mall is having their after christmas sale mm-hmm. so that's very exciting so tis the season new favorite christmas music movie like fuck die hard here we go this is this is it also also by the way did you notice the score at all the kind of just weird keyboardy. Of I yeah. No, I was just like, this is like some weird dystopian, like um, Super Mario meets like meets like some horrible nursery rhyme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The whole time. The whole time. But I was like, why is the music like this? Am I supposed to be laughing? I don't know what's happening. Yeah, like the like the score, like when they're in like the the generator room and stuff. If yeah. you li- if you go back and watch the episode of Demon Hunter with zombies, that was the the music I was emulating. Those kind of just weird like drum beats and weird like. Brrr, brrr. 
or you know <laughs> I was that directly I was directly trying to emulate like the score of Dawn of the Dead. To Okay. Yeah. Um Okay. Yeah, that so anyway. Sense. It's Christmas time at the Monroe Zombie Mall. <laughs> Yeah, so Stephen, um, so basically Roger and Peter decide they're going to go get supplies. And then Stephen, because he's the worst, just decides he's going he's gonna to be a man and, and not even help. He's just going to go and hinder them by shooting in the fucking, like, generator room. And, <laughs> like... It's just embarrassing. Yeah, like, I wrote, Roger and Peter go shopping. Stephen is off to go get himself killed. <laughs> Is that yeah? That's when he goes down to the basement or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, Peter gives gives Franny a gun at some point. Well, that's not yet because remember she she doesn't have a gun yet. Oh yeah. Because when Harry right. Krishna zombie comes after her, she has no gun. Right. Yeah. When Harry Krishna zombie comes after her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Stephen kills the security zombie after shooting nine hundred fucking bullets. Yeah, they certainly like they came with ammunition or they have these magical guns where like they just are able to just keep shooting. You like know. I hardly see them reload if ever. Yeah. There was a couple times well, Steven always had to, because Steven would shoot like six fucking bullets and not hit anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Steven. <laughs> you know. Um and then and then we also got to see Peter fucking, you know, pull off some fucking pro wrestling moves and just press slam a fucking zombie off the balcony. <laughs> yes, as Peter does. Yeah. As Pe- I yeah, as Peter does. I really like the like um, you know, I put zombie fountain dance party. Yeah. <laughs> you know. They decide to like put the music on and like um and put noise on everywhere, like, you know, turn on all the lights, all the just to kind of like mask the noise of the gunshots and all of that so they don't yeah. come after them. Um and I just think it's hilarious. The fucking like wishing well fountain shit. Like I love how that's constantly like they always go back to the fucking shot of the greenery around the like little pound like wishing well thing. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I just I all the shots of like zombies falling in there. It's just the best. Yeah. Like that was just one of my favorite things that just kept happening, and I was so happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so silly. So Steven suggests um, they start going through the vents. Which is totally mm-hmm. a movie thing. You cannot actually go through vents in real life. People get stuck in those all the time because they see movies. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's definitely something I've never attempted. Yeah. I'm not a um, fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they see what I refer to as Chekhov's ammo and gun store um, mm-hmm. <laughs> while climbing in the vents. Yes. Yes. You know. oh, fuck. Where am I? I had fucking. Oh, Yeah. So, wait, where is it? You continue. I'm trying to find... I had a funny note about this. <laughs> yeah, so so um, finally, uh, you know, they bash in the Harry Krishna zombie's head um, because if they shot, all the zombies would know where they are, even though they just shot like 900 fucking times previously. And so Stephen starts con- um, comforting Franny. And um, this place is terrific, Franny. And she's like, we're going to live in a mall. We're going to live in a mall. Oh, <laughs> You know, um, no, there's something about this gun store. Where is it? Oh, because I I remember what it was. But the, in the in this gun store, it's like, like, is it all about like shooting tribal 
nations in like a different country based on like the chants and the screams well, and then like yeah, monkey well, sounds. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll get to that, but I'll 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 say that like yeah, I assume that's supposed to imply you're going on safari in the middle of Pennsylvania. Ah, uh, uh, fuck if I know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and in a 2022 um like I I could see how it would come off as there's some racist shit going on in that fucking gun store. <laughs> but yes. but like I think from the 1970s it was like, "Oh, you can go and and go and shoot an exotic elephant in the deepest wilds of Africa." Well, and that's like a really good like 1970s bad guy voice, Charles. You should I, market that. I know. Well, if I ever do a period piece that I get to do Especially cuz I can't see you. I'm just hearing you. It's like it's amazing. <laughs> Like that didn't even sound like you. That sounded like I was scared. Uh, people be surprised. be surprised how much voice acting I've done on Demon Hunter, and it's only until the DVD where I'm like, I should credit myself for this shit. I've done so many voices that people don't know are me. <laughs> yeah, I probably haven't even like. I'm sure I've missed some. Like, That's like hilarious. the fucking SWAT team, like um, that kills um a certain character's mother. I'm all the SWAT team members. Like, move on in, and you know, like, come out with your arms, you know, in the sky. We have the place around it. Like, that's me, and people don't even know. And I put it like over like the megaphone and shit, and people have no idea that's me. That makes me happy. I'm the voice of the Electronomicon. Like, I'm all these fucking voices on there. Um, That's just what you were meant to do. Yeah. So we find out, so they put on a TV, there's no signals on it at first, but the radio says the president has communications, but um, Detroit, um, they're knocked out. Um, Franny, now we find out, is three and a half months pregnant and smoking, which also shows you it's the 1970s. Yeah, um, she's pregnant, she's smoking, she has like a glass of wine, like, yeah. and like later on, it's hilarious. Yeah, and then Peter, of course, offers his free abortion services. You gonna abort it? <laughs> I know how. <laughs> I was like, uh, 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 Peter. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, Peter. Um, so, yeah, go ahead. And, and cause that's the thing, Roe versus Wade had, had happened like fucking five years previous to this. So abortion was legal. So Peter knowing how to do free abortions is kind of creepy. No, that's so creepy. You're it, right. I didn't put two and two se- together. That's why I don't trust him. It makes more sense if he had been able to do that before 1973. That makes sense. Yeah. But after 19, after fucking 73, it's like, uh, wait a minute, Peter. <laughs> you know? Excuse me, Peter. Yeah. Why do you know how to do a service that only medical doctors should know how to do at this point in history? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um... Franny does not want to live in the mall. Um, She's very adamant about not living in the mall. Yeah. But I'm like, why not? So we, then we get Eyepatch Scientist. I don't, I didn't, they said his name, but I don't remember it. I wrote it down, um, but I think that I'm going to... Um, Dr. Millard. Does that sound right? Yeah. So, uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> I'm um, talking about cannibalism. But... Yeah, yeah. Um, what's also interesting is apparently the zombies have not gotten to Atlanta at this point. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, which is especially because Day of the Dead is in Florida. And so by the time that movie happens, Florida is just a wasteland. 
Yeah. But yeah. but I guess it's kind of started like up north and then moved down or something, but like Yeah. Yeah. Um the so I guess that like Nope, that's going way ahead, Chelsea. No, ma'am, don't do that. No, sorry, not that's what I say to say no to my dogs. My dogs are just Aww. like, what do we do? We're just sleeping. So Francine um, Francine yeah, what you were gonna say? Oh, no, no. But they wanted but this eye patch doctor wants to find a workable vaccine. That's like something that's on the table. So like yeah. a zombie vaccine. I don't think we ever get back to that. But I'm no. like, no, nah, that's not gonna work, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be t- I'll be honest with you. I absolutely hate movies that have a cure for zombieism because there are some movies that do, and it always makes me fucking hate your movie. You could have the greatest mo- zombie movie in the world if there's a fucking cure for goddamn death. Yeah. <laughs> like fuck yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> yeah. So at, at a certain point, this is when Francine wants to learn how to shoot a gun, which is a smart thing, and she also wants to learn how to shoot how to fly how to shoot the helicopter. She wants to learn how to fly the helicopter. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I don't think Steven would be able to shoot the helicopter. <laughs> He'd miss. <laughs> He's such a bad shot. Yeah. Um, and, but, he, you know, the thing that I kept thinking of is I would not want to be in a place where there's three dudes and one woman who are going to live out the rest of your fucking lives in this place. Yeah, that makes sense. And that one woman is with one guy? Yeah. I mean, I think after a while, that dynamic would really break down, even if this shit didn't happen. Well, you know, the the woman could have a girl. Chelsea, you're so morbid. I I mean, yeah, but how many years would you have to wait for her to be a viable, like... It depends on how terrible of a person you are, doesn't it, Charles? (laughs) Well, thankfully, they're not. She's not in the mall with the singer, the Lost Prophets. So, oh God, Jesus Christ! <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that like that would definitely be. In fact, actually, it's it's a thing for Day of the Dead. Um, when you listen to the commentary, uh, George, I think it's George Romero, or it might even be I don't know. It might even been somebody else. But they brought up the fact that like there's only there's all these military guys stuck in a fucking military base. Mm-hmm. And the only woman is the one scientist there. And all these guys are like fucking, you know, getting really violent and fucking rowdy. And someone said what they should have done was was ask prostitutes if they wanted to be in the uh, the bunker. Yeah, because if you think about it, you know, if the zombie apocalypse is happening and it's like you can be a sex worker to these guys and you will be protected and fed or you can be out here and get eaten. Yeah, you're right. They should have done that 100%. Yeah, because otherwise you just have all these fucking aggressive fucking, you know, guys who think they're alpha males with a bunch of guns and eventually shit's going to go real bad. Yeah. You know, if there's no way for them to fucking let all that aggression out except through violence. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about it. I was like, Franny's going to have to sleep with all of them. But that's the thing is I think eventually that would probably end up happening. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Um, so, uh, you know, we see them using trucks to block off the zombies. Um, yeah, and then and then the beginning of so the intro song to the introduction of the Gorillas album Demon Days starts playing. And is that I is knew, that where they took that from? 
Yeah, so I was so I was like I've always wondered because I knew it was taken from some movie, the beginning, the and I was like, where did they take that from? And it's from this movie. Oh, yeah. I'll check out. I've never heard that song. I'll Liana was a big Gorillaz fan, but I never really, I've never heard that song. It's the intro to Demon Day, so I think that came out in like 2010. So I've been like listening to that album for my adulthood. Yeah, and that um, and I was like. I screamed and my mother thought that I hurt my knee because <laughs> <laughs> I got so excited. I was like, it's the gor- gorilla song in the zombie movie. <laughs> yeah. So that's what's playing and it makes me happy. And then I wrote zombies a boot. <laughs> so, so they go outside to uh, put trucks to block off the zombies from coming into the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, Roger, here's where I'm like, I think Roger may be mentally ill. Um, <laughs> um, definitely. <laughs> no matter the circumstances, just fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it also at a certain point, I wrote, um, Roger goes back for his bag. That bag better have food, water, and cocaine in it to go back for it in the middle of fucking zombies. <laughs> and sex workers. Like, there must be a fleshlight in there or something, <laughs> at least. And then Roger gets, bi- Roger gets bitten several times. Um, because he's careless. So now is when they go into the, uh, into Chekhov's uh, gun and ammo store. (laughs) And, um, it's just bad. And you get, you get that. The only person who could ever miss with this gun is the sucker with the bread to buy it, you know? And they're like, ha 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 ha. (laughs) (laughs) So interesting thing. I had a band band member who was a Marine sniper. And, uh, maybe I'm getting this wrong, but she told me sniper rifles are only supposed to be used after 300 yards. I don't know. I mean, that that, that would make sense, you know, because they make guns for a closer range. Yeah, because she know. was saying that, like, you know, because, like, she saw something in a movie where someone did something like this, where they shot a zombie at a... They shot someone with a sniper rifle from, like, 20 feet away, and she's yeah. like, you can't do that. She's like, you know, she's like, from 20 feet away, you're supposed to just use your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. So um, they also, um, uh, also the zombies are distinctly afraid of fire, which is something most zombie fiction doesn't do. And I'm kind of glad that most zombie fiction doesn't do it because I hate it. Because I hate it. Yeah, because Steven at one point has, like, what is it? Like, this can of gasoline, and he's just like... And I looked away for a second, and I was like, where the fuck did he get that? <laughs> <laughs> also, also, our Carl... Our Carl's... Our Carl! Um, <laughs> Carl! Are cars in malls fueled up? No. I mean, like, they have to be, like, to bring them in there, yes. But okay. I think that they'd siphon the gas at some point. Okay, because I was wondering that. I'm like, can you actually, like, drive a fucking car in the mall? Like, Let's say yes. Stop questioning things, Charles. All right. So, and <laughs> Maybe here, in the 70s. Maybe. Here's where I, I wrote, why is one of the zombies wearing a cape? Did, did zombies kill Gandalf? <laughs> did zombies kill Gandalf? <laughs> Shit. So they start, they put up a fake wall after they have a shiny zombie free mall. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I do kind of love, even though Roger is annoying, I do kind of love Roger in the wheelbarrow. I know. They just like strap him in this fucking wheelbarrow. At this point, do they know he's been bitten? They do. Yeah. Right? They know yeah. he's been bitten. They know he's going to turn, but they, but um, they said it takes about three days for you to turn. Well, they're just being nice. I would have just shot him in the head. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, and but Roger also Roger's dialogue changes to like a dying boy in like a 1960s Disney movie at this point. Yeah, watching him like watching him like go through his last day of life, he's just like this little kid in a fucking candy shop. We whipped him. We whipped him good, didn't we? We whipped him. We didn't. We whipped him so good. And now we got it all. We got it all, didn't we, Peter? And <laughs> and Peter's like, yes. You know, and <laughs> yeah, and buddy, so yeah, yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, Peter and Franny's been injecting him with morphine. So he doesn't feel pain. Yeah. So Peter and Steven's body disposal service, um, you know, they, they put the zombies in with the meat, which, um, I would avoid eating. I would avoid eating any of that fucking meat if it was just, it was me. No, no. I just was like, I was like, there's no way this is the only freezer. You know, if you were smart and you have this zombie free now mall, you have the time to put the zombies in one freezer and then take like, I saw like several cartons of fresh tomatoes, Mm -hmm. like, like take the tomatoes and put those and put everything else somewhere else, you know, like idiots you just like spoiled all of your food supply <laughs> yeah because I'm, I'm like you can't eat anything that you just put in a room full of the rotting fucking like like multiple rotting humans i don't care if it's frozen or not i'm not eating anything that comes from there <laughs> yeah totally no so, I, I was like this is bullshit so they take a bunch of cash from the bank because you never know i do i love them posing with the uh with the camera the security the camera, camera. Yeah. yeah. And then they play a lot of 1978 arcade games. Um, yeah, and that's just hilarious. And meanwhile, outside the mall, it's basically just another Black Friday. <laughs> um, Jesus. You know, um, and here's funny. here's where we hear from uh, Peter's, uh, I think it was his uncle or something, who said when there's no more, Peter's dad, he was a, a voodoo priest in Trinidad. And he said, when there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Which is hilarious because I have legit heard people think that's a Bible quote. Oh, is it not? No, it's not a Bible quote at all. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious because I definitely thought it was a Bible quote when I've read the Bible. <laughs> yeah, no, that is not a Bible quote at any point at all. Um, that's hilarious. So, um, excuse me, here's where, uh, you know, the old yeller scene, basically. Um, where Stephen um, and Francine leave Roger with Peter. Yes. And Roger looks like shit. Yeah. And you'll take care of me when I go, Pete. I don't want to be walking around like that. Don't tell you until you know I'm coming back. I'm going to try to not come back. I'm going to try. And I'm like, you can't avoid this. In fairness, <laughs> like, though. This is just going to happen. In fairness, though, I actually, I could... I imagine if I knew I was in the same situation, I would probably at least try not to. Yeah. I feel that most people would at least like if they were for as long as their conscience would try. And in fact, when he comes back from the dead, it looks like he's conscious for the first few seconds. Yeah. Because he kind of looks around like, oh, shit, I'm I'm oh, shit. And then he kind of becomes the mindless zombie. Yes. So I always do like that moment because it kind of shows that like there's little bits of them still there. Yeah, that's cute. That was well thought out. You go, Romero. So meanwhile, on the TV, the guy is basically suggesting dropping bombs in every major city because the zombies will not run out of food while we're still alive. Right. Um. And then they have a nice dinner all dressed up with Peter having made the food, which once again, from a 2022 perspective. 
it has a different connotation than from the 70s. Because from 22, you look like, why is the black guy serving the food? Yeah. I just like, I like that, like, during this, he it, Stephen's just like, here's a ring. And she's like, no. <laughs> that reminded me, that, that totally reminded me of something someone we know would have done, but I won't say. <laughs> Fair, fair. And yeah. then, um, and then the, yes. And, um, and then, <laughs> and, and then, um, and then I love the, I love that Peter just is like hanging out in the mall and he has his own bottle of champagne. <laughs> he doesn't eat nothing. He just, he just has his own bottle. It's so good. Yeah. It's yeah. So here's good. where Pete, where Francine and Steven start moving apart. Um, like she take he takes the picture of her and she's like, Great, when you finish the roll, we can drop it off at the drugstore. At the drugstore. <laughs> I love that. And then I love the like I love that they found this really nice bed that obviously they've moved into a smaller place. Cause you mm-hmm. think that would come from like a JCPenney or if I mean yeah, like, something yeah. like that. Um but I I actually love that shot of the so like slow zoom out, like post sex or post like fail sex or yeah. whatever. Um, like total stillness. I when they're just so far away from each other, even though yeah. they're next to each other. I was like, that was. I was like, that was art. That yeah. was nice. Yeah, like I am. I imagine that was probably him wanting sex and her telling him to fuck off, and then him just brooding in bed next to her from all their yes. previous actions in the film. Yes. Yeah. So, that so we, we're, we skip ahead. Yeah, so we skip ahead a few months because now she's showing. Mm-hmm. And drinking wine. Yeah. And I wrote, I hope it's a zombie baby. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we see them playing poker with $100 bills. Um, Steven's trying to get the TV to work, but there hasn't been a broadcast in three days. Yeah. They they start really fucking being the snippy couple. Franny says, what have we done to ourselves? Yeah. And that's when she kind of like, let's stop fighting with each other. Yeah. And he teaches her how to fly the helicopter. They're a lot happier. And, and then Tom real quick. Yeah. And then Tom Savini and I'm sure flying a helicopter, you can probably learn in the afternoon. Um, <laughs> it's not like they have courses that last months or anything. <laughs> um, so, yes. So now we see Tom Savini and some looters who see the helicopter. Um, and uh, the line, as I said, I could 100 percent imagine me saying in the zombie apocalypse. Oh, uh, we don't like people who don't share. You just fucked up real bad. <laughs> I love that he's also like that the other guy's like he's combing his mustache. Some Tom Savini, we already said that, but yeah, we don't like you just fucked up real bad. And then they're like, oh, there are three of us. There's so many of them. Which is also a thing I would 100% say at that point, where it's like, how many are you? About three. (laughs) About three. Yes, this they were all Charles D. Lincoln, all of these people. They've also got grenades. I love that they have grenades. <laughs> they have grenades and sledgehammers. And like... Yeah. And Peter's just like, let's not make it easy for them. You know, yeah. which is wild. I'm like, what? Yeah. So the, the bikers come, they raid the mall, and Peter has the smart suggestion, let the zombies and bikers fight it out. And Steven's yeah. like, no, this is my home. It's being invaded. I have to act and get myself killed fucking idiot this is your home it's a mall bro yeah so the bikers start i mean really peter you could uh, fucking rod uh, steven i went through every character right there (laughs) you can Mm -hmm. go through you can clear out the fucking mall again dude you don't have to fucking freak out and get your once the bikers leave you could fix all your shit afterwards i was nervous that they weren't gonna leave hmm 
You know, because I, I like that's the thing I went into it with. I mean, they didn't I guess even make sense that they would. I mean, they're bikers. They're they have to be on their open road. Yeah, it's part of the credo. It's part of the credo. I grew up. I grew up around enough pack. bikers to like know that they wouldn't have stayed at the mall. They would have raided it and then moved on and raided someplace else next. Yeah, that totally tracks. You know, um, I love the bike. I love the shot though of the bikers taking the button-down shirt and tie and then they put it back. Oh yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> So Steven, being an idiot, starts opening fire on the bikers. Yeah, Steven's just an idiot. Yeah, and Peter is like, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Like, Steven doesn't listen to anything that Peter says. Yeah. And like, I just wrote, they have really bad communication issues. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so now Tom Savini's attacking, you know, now Tom Savini's attacking a zombie with with a machete. More and more zombies come in after we had the pie fight, which, um... Honestly, I, I will be honest. I think the pie fight went on a lot, a little too long. It was a little too long. A lot of this went on a little too long. We're like, we get it. You don't give a fuck and you think this is a game. That's fine. Yeah. I, I mean, also well, love that towards the end of this, they don't care about their dead. Yeah. You know, like the bikers are just like, eh. <laughs> yeah. Well, see you, buddy. <laughs> so, um,. Peter now is a lot of bikers. They start smashing TVs. Peter is a lot of bikers out to kill him. And Steven turns off the generator. Now the zombies are starting to fill the place. Steven's on top of the elevator, but he gets shot in the arm by the bikers. Yes. I, I'll, I'll tell you, I love, I love the shot of the bikers swinging like a pirate with the sledgehammer. From the top floor. Oh, I'm floor. sure you loved that. <laughs> like yeah. from the flags from the second story. Yes, I love that. I love that so much. Um, oh, so no, we're pe- having a bad connection. I, I can still no, hear you. Are. Yeah. Um, okay, so good, good. Yeah. So now the, you know, the, the leader of zombie, the leader of the bikers is kind of like, okay, let's get the fuck out of here, man. There's so many fucking zombies. And yeah, meanwhile, and they- meanwhile, sombrero biker who had had his blood pressure being checked is determined now, even though zombies are filling the place to still get his blood pressure checked. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just the sombrero man, sombrero yeah. biker. I love it. Oh, yeah, so silly. It's so silly. And I just like. Can we also talk about like this stupid fucking kid? Um, like the really horrible actor. So it's just chaos. Um, this other guy says, "Let's the get the hell out of here." Then he just shoots the machine gun at random. Yeah, and he's a horrible, horrible actor. Um, and. <laughs> Even as he's dying, like, even as he's getting swarmed by zombies on the way out, it's just because he gets shot and yeah. then it's just and falls off the bike. And, and he's just a horrible and he has a Tommy gun. The zombies get him. <laughs> yes. It's just bad. Yeah. It's so just the, bad. <laughs> so at this at this point, Stephen gets bitten. Um, Stephen gets bitten by zombies. Um, I wrote Francine reminds us she's in the movie. Um, yes, because they kind of forgot about her for like 25 minutes in the movie. No, it's true. It's yeah. true. I'm still here, guys. Peter hears the final shot Stephen uh, managed to make. And he runs back to Francine, realizing it's too late. Stephen manages to cleanse the elevator of zombies while he's bleeding profusely. And then the elevator closes on him. So we see zombies eating a lot of meat, two zombies fighting over an arm. Peter's been listening to radio for hours, waiting for Steven. Francine doesn't want to wait anymore. And then we hear the gonk 
which is the most iconic piece of 1970s horror music, I think. Certainly, yes, it definitely is. It's been used in so many fucking things. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, Robot Chicken used to use it at the end of their episodes. (laughs) I didn't know that. Yeah, so zombie Steven comes out of the elevator. Um, the other zombies are kind of bummed out. And um, by the way, the foot thing that Steven's doing, the actor was actually able to do that. Yeah, I was watching that and I was like, how? I think maybe he had broken his ankle or something and he was just able or he was ambidextrous or something. But he, that was a thing the actor was just legit able to do. Yeah, that was crazy. I was like how like i can feel my bones breaking just thinking about it yeah so zombie steven who looks a lot like iggy pop um <laughs> remembers that the path is up through the fake wall so enough zombies attack it so it comes down uh so they broke into their safe space up in the yeah vents. so there's no safe space anymore peter wants to wait until uh to wait to put steven out of his misery he tells francine to leave without him and peter decides he's gonna die there which i'm like you're going to let her go alone, pregnant, without any supplies. Like, he's just telling her to get out. And I'm like, you're a bad friend. <laughs> you know, like, that's just like, like, what? Don't don't do that. You're just going to let her go. Where the fuck is she supposed to go? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's the ending. The original ending is then Peter shoots himself and then she puts her head into the uh, helicopter blade. Interestingly. Not only does she put her head into the helicopter blade, but then the credits roll as the zombies eat her body. Oh, cool. And then you see the blade starts slowing down as the credits are finished. And it it ends with the blade stopping because to show that they didn't even have enough fuel to get very far anyway. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I did. Right. I was like, okay, so apparently they have enough fuel to go somewhere. Yeah, that's that was kind of ignored in the change of uh, endings, really. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, so not only does this mall roof have a helipad, but they also have gasoline on a yeah. roof. For yeah, well, remember, they, they, Roger even said at one point that we still need to find a way to refuel. Yeah. So they never refueled, actually. Yeah, she winds up, like, <laughs> dying soon after. Let's yeah, see. <laughs> so, so they fly away to an uncertain future. Um, which also would be a spinoff, I'm sure. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, and that is the original Dawn of the Dead. So, yeah, overall, love, what did you think of this film? Well, I, I, I love the montage yeah. during the credits. I did really like the, like, it was kind of like the end of The Wizard of Oz, like, yeah. or like, or the end of, like, Willy Wonka or something like that, where it's just, you see them going off in the distance and there's just zombies and this cheery music, and I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> but, um, boom, boom. Uh, I mean, I did. I I enjoyed the film. I don't think that it held the test of time as so many people say that it does. Yeah. Um, But I think that overall it was enjoyable. I can see how like this was definitely a staple or a foundation for so many zombie movies that have come after it. Yeah. 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 I, I really I've seen it when I was a teenager and I've always really enjoyed it. But yeah, I feel watching it now in 2022, a lot of it doesn't hold up. A lot of it aged really poorly. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. to watch the other one. Yeah. So you get so that is um, Zack Snyder's uh, Dawn of the Dead. I think it was his first feature. He was previously I think I've seen. I've definitely I've seen it before, but it's been a long time. Yeah. 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 Um, 
And uh, yeah, so that will be the film we will be reviewing next week. Um, so uh, let's see. How do we do this ending? Um, Chelsea. Oh, by the way, um, being we've given you the gift of entertainment, um, you should also Give us help. Money. Yes, you should help us get more. You should help us give us give you more entertainment. Um, visit our Indiegogo campaign for post production on Bishop's Cove. The film is mm-hmm. done. It's shot. We just need for you know sound design and color correction and all that sort of stuff. We're not asking for very much because a lot of it has already started. Um, and uh, yeah, we're currently at twenty one percent. Yeah, we have like 20 days left or 19 days left, and we yeah. really like to complete this campaign so we can give you the goriest, sexiest, like unabashed horror movie that you have seen in a long time. Yeah, so igg.me slash at slash Bishop's Cove Post. One word. Yes, please give us money because we will give you scary movie. Yes, and we have all sorts of cool perks. You can uh, get... Um, you know, you can get faces, you can get breasts, you can get all sorts of things. We're, we're like Kentucky yes. Fried Chicken. Um, we are like, oh, God. <laughs> yes. In fairness, so I know you, you don't eat meat, so you're unaware that they don't actually, you can't actually get faces. <laughs> Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Terrifying. So, yeah, and if you have any questions for us, you want to give us suggestions on what to cover, or you're like, have questions about perks, you can reach us. I mean, CL Squared is everywhere. Um, we are everywhere. We are under your bed. We, we are, are the singularity. <laughs> we are the singularity. Or you could hit up Charles or I. You can find me on Instagram at Chelsea.Lesage. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, that's, that was, the, I think that's the next part where we tell how people can find us. Yes. Yes. So, Instagram was Chelsea.Lesage, you said. I am mm-hmm. charles.d.lincoln. And you can find us together. Together at CL Squared Productions on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, we have an email too. YouTube. 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 Fuck. God, it's been so long. Yeah. Um, yeah. But thank you guys. Give us money. We give you entertainment. Yeah. igg.me slash at. You have to put the HTTPS colon slash slash. Yeah igg.me slash at slash bishops cove post Woohoo! we're putting up a preview um which should already be up of uh one of the scenes we might have some more previews as the week goes on um yes. and you can check out all the fucked up horrible stuff that we have for you <laughs> yes we love you all very much thank you for joining us once again and we'll see you next week yeah we'll see you next week with uh zach snyder's version of dawn of the dead Carl? <laughs> All right, bye. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, since we're, we're quoting The Walking Dead. All right, everybody. We are bye, The Walking guys. Dead. We'll see you next week. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs>